0: about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. And there's some things that they're going to say that probably hit you better than if I say it. You know what I mean? And that's just how it is. So I'm glad that that God is raising people up in here to minister, to have boldness, to go ahead and speak and preach. And there's no jealousy up in here because you know what? I want everyone in here to run past all of us. We can't have jealousy because someone's anointing is different than mine. I don't covet anyone's gift. I'm glad that you're different or have something else. We need it in the body. So if someone comes to tell you something about your gift, you ignore them because God has called you. He has given you a purpose. Everyone won't understand that calling or purpose, but God does. So we are here to encourage you to walk in that thing regardless of what someone says because I tell you, negativity sure do come. As soon as you step out, honey, everyone has a criticism about what you're doing, but that's just how it is. Uh, Look at Jesus. Read the Bible. Bible. did they not criticize him did they not want to throw him off the cliff y'all stay away from the cliff but did they <laughs> did they try to talk about him and they try to belittle him ain't you just that carpenter's son you know how the devil is trying to tell you stuff and whisper stuff in your ear but i'm telling you today just ignore him because you have a big calling purpose on your life that God is going to call you to, and you have to walk into it with boldness. And like I said, our job as Fivefold is to help equip you. We are not going to entertain you. We will equip you. So if you are ready to walk in that thing, let's do this. If not, okay, we all going to pass up. Y'all going to be wondering where everybody at because we already out there. We at home run. And y'all just on first base. Jesus. So listen, um, as they get ready to come up, I do want to ask that because I, I – um, dealt with something last time we had one the Lord dealt with me as far as my responsibility is first to him and then to my senior pastor. So I'm going to ask if you are not part of this body, please do not go and start praying for people in the, the chairs and stuff. That was happening when I didn't know, because when I'm ministering, I, I can't see out what's, what's going on at times, but there were some that were praying for people. So I have to be held accountable to God, and I'm a senior pastor. So we are not allowing anyone to go through. If you are not part of this ministry or I did not simply say, hey, so-and-so can pray, please don't. It's no disrespect or anything. It's just that I'm held accountable to the father and my pastor of who lay hands on each other, okay? We all understand and we're in agreement with that. Or if you got some, feel free to come to me and talk to me. I don't mind that. If you're getting something, please do. But when you freely go and do stuff like that, you're not under authority, which means it's not blessed. And I don't want you going to speak into someone's life because we're held accountable for what's being spoken from this pulpit and anybody else in here. You understand? Okay. I did that. Try to do that closest in love as I can. Was that good, Donna? Because I know Donna would tell me, "Tosh, that was hard." I was good, Donna. <laughs> <Truth>. <laughs> Thank you. Truth does hurt, right? Sometimes, but that's it. Um, getting to my sisters. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is bring them up. Thank you all for staying. And like I said, if you have to go, by all means go. Um, but get some food. I get no. Don't get food. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't stay, you don't get to eat. That just how, listen. The, the black culture come out. If you don't stay, you don't eat. Just go home. They gotta be black. They Italian too. I don't know. Listen. Us black people tell you we're gonna eat at nine, the food ain't ready to ten anyway. So you just not go, Rihanna, you just not go eat, right? Sneaker, you just not go eat. Okay. That's just how it is. All right, y'all. So I'm crazy. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so my first girl who's gonna come up. I've known Pamela a long time, and I know she wanted to smack me when I went to ask her. She was like, what? And what I like to do is when the Lord says someone's going to minister, I go, oh, Pamela, God said you're going to be at the women's you're going to teach. And I just walk away. <laughs> I don't even give you an opportunity to say no. What I'm going to say, what did I, I just walk away? Like, you're going to have to deal with it with God and did too bad. And, <laughs> and that's it. And, and the other one I'm going to have is Maria. And I went to Maria and said the same thing, and she was like, but I, I just walk away. Like I said, hey, that's what you do. You walk away, and then God just speaks to them and deal with them, you know, and that's just how it is. When God is, is is highlighting someone to me, that's just how it is. I have to be obedient. Now it's up to you and your obedience of what you do with it, right? So I got my Pamela coming up. We've known each other for a long time. I remember when her baby girl was six coming here, and now Eliana's 18, and I'm only forty. I stay 40. Okay, nah, no, for real, I'm 49. God starts saying, stop it. Start telling people I'm 49, because listen, this is the glory. I don't look 49, okay? So he said, start telling people, you're 49. Listen, I can't be the same age as my daughters up front. <laughs> look, they're getting older. I'm the same age. Like, now, you know what I mean? 49 and happy. Glory. Glory to God. So, coming up, Pamela. So, I just want to thank her. We can give God glory for her so she can share. She just said she should have said no, but I would have walked away. She, I wouldn't have heard her. I wouldn't have heard
1: you. You me? All right. hush. So, yes, my name is Pamela, and I've been here, well, my daughter actually was here a year sooner than I was. And uh, it took me 11 years to come here. So, I'm 53. I'll be 54. So we'll just put it on out there. (laughs) Thank you. Um, When she came to me, I had, the Lord's already been dealing with me for a little bit about, you need to share your story. And I didn't want to get up here because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And so she came up and I, I looked at her and I did, I said, what? And she goes, no, really? And I said, okay. So a few weeks later, I've had three weeks now to prepare for something. Of course, the Lord didn't download nothing for me until yesterday, and all I got was a verse, and so now I'm shooting from the hip, okay? Because it's just going to have to flow. <laughs> so she reached out to me. She goes, did you get anything? And I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> so she's like, just hang in there. Just, he's going to – it's going to come. And I'm like, you really think so? And I'm like, Okay. So I texted her. I said, "I think I texted you, or she texted me again, or it was Sunday at church." I'm like, "Yes, yeah, see, I still got nothing." <laughs> so I said, "All right, Lord." So I was watching PT last night, and when I was watching him from Sunday service, I got a couple of things. So the scripture is First Corinthians, Second uh, Corinthians one twenty, and it's also 1 Corinthians twelve six, and it has to do with God's promises or yes and amen. So to give you a little bit about what my journey was and why this scripture is actually my favorite scripture of the Bible, but one of the scriptures that I leaned on for so long was I had been married and my husband at the time had developed cancer. And so in 2016, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And there was a reason why God brought me to this church because he knew what my life was going to lead towards, and I needed something that I could fall back on because where I was going, it was a a Christian church. I knew the Lord. I was born again, but I wasn't being fed like I'm being fed here. And the scriptures that I was standing on is what I learned here and not what I learned there, not knowing that I was going to need it and, and use it and live by it and every waking moment. So when he got diagnosed, we're like, okay. All right. We're okay. We know you're healed. We're going to keep walking in the healing. We keep saying you're healed. You're healed. You're healed. One month goes by. Another month goes by. 18 months later, he passes away. But in that 18 months, I kept standing in God's word, kept saying, you know what? You said your promises are yes and amen. And this is what I'm going to stand on. I thought at some point that, yes, he was going to be healed. Uh, Well, I thought he was healed. I didn't, anybody asked me any differently? I said, no, he's healed. We'd stand in front of the doctor who was a Muslim. He's healed. You you can keep telling me this stuff, but I rebuke it in Jesus' name. And he would stand there and look at me like I had two heads. And I'm like, "Yeah." my husband, he would stand there and say, yeah, I'm healed. I don't know why you keep telling me this. I'm healed. So in all of that time, We went through the whole process, and 18 months later, he passed away. So I was like, wow, you know, Lord, you said your promises were yes and amen. And I'm like, you lied to me. And I wasn't afraid, ashamed to say it. I would tell anybody that heard it that, yeah, his word says this, but you know what? I'm sorry, but I don't believe it anymore. I didn't turn my back on him, but I was angry with him because And I treated him like he was my own father. When I get mad at my dad, I get mad. And you know, I, you say ugly things and you you hope you don't get slapped, but (laughs) in the natural, (laughs) but you can't get a spiritual two by four every now and then. So I turned around and I, you know, I just didn't want to hear it anymore. I wouldn't pray. I wouldn't pick up my Bible. I wouldn't read. I didn't want to hear what anybody had to say. But in that whole process, I still came to church. I still came faithfully. I still came Sundays. I would run out of here on a Sunday. My daughter saw me run out of here one day in a pair of three and a half inch heels. She goes, Mom, I didn't know you could run in shoes like that. (laughs) Give me an opportunity and I can. And it took me time. And I even had somebody in the church come to me and say, well, maybe you didn't have enough faith. And I said, wow not enough faith. Well, just really kick me while I'm down. I thought I had a whole lot of faith. I thought I had a whole lot of knowledge and word, word knowledge that the Lord had given me. And I'm like, not enough faith. So then in the process of him passing, my sister gets sick and she goes in the hospital. It wasn't 10 months later. He dies in January. She's in the hospital dying in November. And I'm like, Okay, so what am I supposed to do now? I don't believe that your promises are yes and amen. So how am I supposed to pray through this? And yet she was the one coming to me, and she calls me Ramla instead of Pamela. She Ramla with an R. She's like, Ramla, am I going to die? And I'd have to stand there and look at her and say, No, Maria, you're not going to die. You're healed. God's got you healed. But in my natural mind, I, I, I'm thinking is she really? But I wouldn't pass it through my lips because I didn't want to cast something upon her and then fight against that. So I had to stay within what God's word was, even though I'm saying it, but I wasn't always believing it because it it, died. He died. So who's to say she won't die? So I kept saying, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to keep standing in. I'm going to keep pressing in. I'm going to keep saying she's healed. Every time she asks me, I'm going to keep telling you you're healed. And she was healed. But it was a revelation that I got by a couple of people. One person who said to me, your miracle, and it was Luann, your miracle may not have been his miracle. That was something God had given her to give to me because I kept praying and thanking God for that miracle. I stayed in Thanksgiving like nobody's business. I made Thanksgiving look good because that's all I knew. And I kept saying, okay, but I was praying for that miracle. I just knew he was going to get that miracle. And, and, And the word was his miracle. Your miracle may not have been his because I didn't know what his conversation was with the Lord. See, he went into that. I knew what his conversation was with the Lord when he was awake. I knew what he stood with when he was awake and walking and believing and standing as I was doing the same with him. But when he went into that canistonic state, I didn't know what his conversations were with the Lord. So I, I had no idea if he was saying, Lord, I'm ready to go. And here I'm standing in the natural saying, like Lazarus, pick up your mat and walk. And so I wasn't getting what I wanted. And that gave me some understanding of what that was. And it was a darkness for me because I lived for a period of time where I didn't want to leave my house. I didn't want to talk to people. I had plenty. Of, let me tell you something. There is something about the women in this church. I am a person who has never shared her life with anybody. I keep to myself I mind my business. My personal life is my personal life. I have shared more with this, this group of women than I ever have in 50 years. Okay. And it was their prayers, their love for me, their knowledge to help lift me. Even though I was coming into church and Pastor Tom would be preaching on Sundays, I'd be sitting there going, yeah, okay, right. That's the truth. And and my mother would look at me like, could you shut up? And I'm like, I wasn't that loud. She goes, if I can hear you, you're loud. Well, now that I know she's in hearing aids, yeah, that's true. But it was like, I would grunt to myself every Wednesday, every Sunday, like yeah, th- that's not true. I don't even know why you preach it anymore. It's not truth. But the Lord really had to deal with me and he dealt with me through my sister to give me the revelation that, yeah, my my promises are yes and amen. You may not see it right now, but it's there. And and I, I lived on that song, um, Do It Again. That was my anthem. I played it at nauseum. That's the only thing I could listen to. And I would cry and cry and cry. And it was, I literally felt that my walls were coming that were were breaking, but yet he was still holding them up and still building them for me. And even though my natural man wasn't hearing anything, anybody had to say or could read anything within the word, my spirit man was still being fed so that when I was able to naturally hear, I was already at a point where I could receive. I didn't have to go backwards and come forward. I was just held in a certain place. And then I eventually was able to still walk the walk. And I started praying and thanking God for blessings in my life. And I'm like, you know, Lord, I had a lot of life to, left to live and I wanna live happily. I don't wanna live miserable anymore. I want something as good or better than what I had. And he was, he, he promised, he, he said, you, you said, what my heart's desire is. And you said you would give us our heart's desire. So I wrote down and I said, Lord, this is what I want. I want a Christian man. I want one who loves the Lord, one who will go to church with me, one who will pray with me, one who will love me like he loves the church. And, you know, we all think we do, and we do better on our own. Well, let me tell you something, we don't. I have come across some really bad situations in the midst of trying to comfort a need of loneliness. And I'll tell you something, loneliness is one of the worst things you could ever come across. It's harder, I think at times in my opinion, to depression. It's harder than depression because you you're it's just you. And what you lived 20 years of doing all the time literally stops. And even though you got a, a you know a child, a teenager at the time, that part of your life is different than the life you shared with a, a man for 20 years. And so I'm like, you know, I walked around in circles, like, what do I do? Where do I go? I wouldn't go to dinner because I didn't want to eat by myself. It was lonely. So I started praying and thanking God, but in the meantime, I still thought I could do it on my own. And so finally I got, um, I got into a couple of situations that weren't the best relationships or dating wise, they weren't relationships. And um, I finally said, you know what, Lord, I'm done. I can't do this anymore, and you're going to have to sustain me for who I am, where I'm at, and by myself. And that was October of last year, and I met a man that I had wrote down on paper and what I wanted December 31st. And he gave me everything that I had asked for in his promises of yes and amen. So, you know, no matter what it is you feel like you're going through or whatever struggles they may be, it could be death, it could be, you know, um, a separation or uh, of divorce. I know that it's difficult, and I know you walk a path where you feel like you're never going to get out of it. An analogy I always tell my daughter that, you know, don't be the rabbit that goes down the hole because if you keep going deeper down the hole, you never find your way out. And I, at, there was one point where I didn't think I was going to find my way out, and it was my friends, my Christian friends, my real Christian friends that prayed like me, believed like me, loved like me, and said, hey, we see your head, your ears are peeking out a little bit, let's grab you and pull you out. Because, and they had to do that. They'd come to my house and drag me. You know, so it was, it was the love of that and the love of my father that really brought me through where I am today. So I encourage anybody because there's times where I've had people today that will come up to me and say, I watched you. Yeah. And I'm like, you watched me? Watch me for what? <laughs> and they're like, was I not wearing something right? Did I have a hole in my shirt? What, what was wrong? They were like, no, we watched your walk. We watched where you started. We watched where you were, and we know where you're at now. And you're an inspiration to me." And I was like, really, wow, really? And they're like, yeah, you you have become an inspiration to me because we saw your struggle. And I didn't hide my struggle. I you know, Anybody who knows me knows that they can tell what I'm like, how I feel, and what my emotions are that day because it's all over my face. And um, I've had women that I've worked with that even during all of that, I could still pray with. And they would come to me and say, hey, would you pray with me? And I'm like, why? I said, there's no guarantee God's going to answer that prayer. and uh, they're, But I want you to pray with me. And I would pray with them, even though I didn't think that it was going to be answered, but I'd pray with them. And, and God would answer prayer. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. It's a slow crawl, but I'm getting there. And it was finally now where in the last year I can enter in in praise and worship. I can raise my hands. I can jump for joy. I can thank God. And I know that he's been there the entire way, even though I didn't feel it, I didn't see it, didn't know it. He was carrying me through it, and I'm grateful for it today.
0: Thank you. I said, I thought you didn't have anything. What just happened? Let me tell you, I've, I've seen Pamela go through everything because um, her and her husband, Lou, at the time were like our, our football buddies. And I will always go over there in my little Steelers shirt. And he was a Jet fan and tell me, you're not coming to my, no, I got to say it in his accent. What you doing in that shirt? You're not coming in here. Like, where was he? <laughs> he was just. And I'm like, move out the way. Yeah, he's gonna say, kid, let me in, and and to see, 'cause we all we 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 prayed for Louis. I mean, it was it was tough for all of us. I believe it was like a blow. We were having like a blow at the blow, and you know, we were really just believing God to to raise him. Um, and when he didn't, it was still like God was still God. You know, um, despite it, because what the Lord's been really dealing with me on too was just we are going to see, we have entered into a time where we are going to see like the miracles that were in the Bible right now. We are going to see in our lifetime um, bodies being raised up. We are going to see in our lifetime, seriously, limbs grow out. There are miracles that are taking place and revival that has taken place. And that was my prayer. I'm like, Lord, I want to see what what you were doing in the Bible. Like, I want to see dry bones come to life, God. I want to see limbs grow out. I want to see legions come out. And I've seen the demon part. Thank you, Jesus. I'm like, I'm ready. I want to see the other stuff. I want to see you close the mouth of lion. I want to see like it was with Daniel when he was in the fire. I want to, you know, and, and the Lord's like, oh, it's right here right now, baby. And it's for all of us who are really paying attention spiritual eyes to see it because it is taking place. Okay. And I thank God for that because he's not a liar. Okay. Despite what it may look like, despite if it didn't work out the way he wanted, despite it all, he is still God and it it happened. His word is true. It does not return into him, you know, void. So I loved it when I I seen Pam and I was one of those sisters who's looking at her going, come on girl, listen, you know, and just loving her through it. And I never forget a while ago, I want to say it probably was last year. We were at women's and me and my girls both noticed it because Pam would come and she would just, I'm like, is she singing? You know, because you want to watch. Is she singing or work? You know, you couldn't see. What she... But I remember that one time last year I looked and Pam was just, this hand, she ain't had no man. Listen, she wasn't praising God because all of a sudden she got a man. She was praising God. She was like, despite it, I'm still going to praise you because you are God. And a lot of times when we take our hands off of stuff and stop trying to do things our own way, and if it doesn't work out, I'm not going to praise you. you no, know, When you praise God through it all, then he's like, now nah, you're ready. Yeah. Now you're mature, now you've grown, and now you can take this on to somebody else. Because all of our situations that we go through are only temporary. We've all been through some stuff. All of us. Every last one of us can get up here and give a testimony on some stuff. But we got to look at the promises of God there, yes and amen, and we've come through them all. Amen. All right, my next girl is Maria. Oh, girl, Maria. My girl, my fireball. Oh, what other Maria? Oh, she went to get the food. <laughs> no, come on. This is my, okay, let me tell you about my little fireball. No, it's you. This is my little fireball here. I, I would tell Maria a while ago that she was going to preach, and she would go, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to preach. No. Like, yes, you are. And then when PT finally asked her, she would message me, don't videotape me. I'm like, why, Maria? Because I don't know if it's going to come out in Portuguese or English. I said, honey, we speak tongues. We're going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> we can interpret it in Portuguese. It's just going to be in love and it'll be fine. So to see her now just moving out in that gift, because Maria does things that none of us know about, right, yeah. which is great because you don't always have to let your right hand know what your left hand What is it? Your left hand know what your right hand doing? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Let one, don't let her know. Yes. yes. You don't got to tell everybody what you're doing all the time. I pray for 10 people, or I get you. Don't, that's, that's between you and God. Yeah. Just do what he's calling you to do, because when you're doing it, people will see it anyway. And then they're like, wow, something's going on with you. So My baby is already I'll come out, Listen, I'm not no further ado. Here's Maria here. Got it. Got it.
2: Glory to
0: God. Holy Spirit, I ask you in the name of
2: Jesus, take over that nobody hears the voice of Maria, but of you. Holy Spirit, you dwell in us. And you also are here changing the atmosphere. You're still changing the atmosphere, Lord. And I pray that people will go here, out of here changed, okay? It doesn't matter how. could be just one word. But, Lord, touch their hearts just like you touch mine every single day. In Jesus' name, amen. Please tell me when to stop because I don't know. Oh, who is the Holy Spirit? woo who loves the Holy Spirit? And fire! Woo, hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Let's go. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, Woo. he is our helper. He is our guidance. He is our teacher. He leads us. He guides us. He comforts us. He counsels us. He does everything for us. We say Father. We say Jesus, of course. But it's three in one. And they all work in our favor. And they, we have them all inside of us. Hallelujah. So there's nothing that you cannot do. Hallelujah. Whoa, Jesus. John 16, 3, 14 to 15. I'm going to read I'm going to start reading. However, when the Holy Spirit of truth, he is the spirit of truth. There's no other one. There's more, but those that deceive you, so be careful. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you should be able to know whose spirit is working in you or trying to deceive you. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. So, Glory to God. However, when the Holy Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he, he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come he will hear the father and the son speaking and he will come and tell us hallelujah when you hear that small voice inside of you it's because he's he, he's listening to the father and the son and he has authority to come and speak to you you gotta be sure who's speaking to you hallelujah get in a word ooh, glory he will glorify the father and the son for he ooh, Jesus said, whatever, he will take what it's mine. Oh, I'm, I'm getting on fire. And he'll declare it to you, to you, to you, to me, to you, all of you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. 15, all things that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he declare it to you. I just said it. How? Oh, I'm ahead. Hallelujah. Glory to God. John 14, 26, but the helper, he helps us in all things. He helps you. You waited, you waited for the right time, but God didn't forget you. He was, you waited and it was worth it because he gave you the best. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I know he did. Oh, where am I? John fourteen twenty six. But the help of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring it to you to your remembrance of things that I have said to you. So there's no need, oh, I don't know. I gotta read the Bible. now. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you are really serious? You pay attention what you read and you know that is going to remind you of all things sometimes we get caught up say I'm stuck I don't know what to say. Hello, you're not alone. Hear that small voice inside of you obey and do it. In Jesus name. Oh, oh the Holy Spirit you get born again, right? And the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you and is unified in with your spirit. Unity in one with your spirit. So there's no need to say, Oh, but I don't feel it. It's not a feeling. He's there. Just pay attention. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh, glory. <laughs> oh, glory. <laughs> ha! Whoa, <laughs> <Shada basata. laughs> Glory to God. Eesh. Lord, help me. John 14, 6, 17. Jesus said, and I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Hallelujah. It's you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus is so good. He did say, I will not leave you orphans. I will send you the comforter. So if you're born again, you're not alone. You were not alone. But God had plans for you because he knew the desires of your heart, like you said. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> in the spirit of truth, who the world cannot receive, in other words, the ones that don't want Jesus. I, I got to explain really well. so if anybody hears it. Okay. <sighs> and give you another guy. Who the world cannot receive because neither sees him nor knows him but you know Amen. him and he dwells in you our oh, glory and i will not leave you orphans i already said it i will come to you hallelujah Whew. jesus glory to god john 6 63 john 6 63 i'm not giving you time to open your bibles because i have to go it is the spirit of God. <laughs> it is <laughs> It is the spirit who gives life. It is the spirit who gives life. Without the Holy Spirit, you're dead. I will be dead. I wouldn't be here right now doing what I'm doing, giving you the word. But first I receive it for myself. In order for us to give the word to somebody, first you eat it. You got to receive it. And then you give it to others. That are hungry. Hallelujah. <laughs> so good. And this is the Spirit of life. Glory. It, uh, <laughs> So, it is the spirit who, I hope you're not ready to go home yet because I have more. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The flesh is junk without the spirit. spirit. Okay? The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God speaks to our spirit, not the flesh, because of the flesh is weak. The flesh desires the things contrary of the spirit. Hallelujah. But you have the Holy Spirit to say no to the flesh. You have that power to say no. We are the winners. We are, and the devil is under our feet, okay? The, the, your the old men, old flesh, is the Come on, you have the fire of God inside of you. Come on, people of God. It's not just to come here on Sundays and Wednesdays, be all happy and then go home. No, it's every single day. You got to be hungry for the things of God. If you're not, I am. And no devil is going to come to steal it from me. That's for sure. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God ah oh i'm shaking (laughs) second corinthians 13 14. may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with all you all the fellowship of the holy spirit okay you gotta have the fellowship with the holy spirit oh but i don't know how how you do it how do you have a fellowship with your husband or boyfriend somebody or your daughters Your children, somebody that you love, okay? You got to spend that time, that special quality time with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the one that draws us to Jesus. He shows us things to come. He speaks to us. I'm not mad. I'm just excited. Um, Anyway, so be careful. Don't hurt them because the Holy Spirit is very sensitive. We got to listen to his voice. We have to obey. And then, oh, my God, I got to go back. Because let me tell you, the Holy Spirit is everything in the world. In heaven is the Father and the Son, and we have the three inside of us, but it's the Holy Spirit. Okay? So, hallelujah. Fellowship. Listen, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit is my number one. Because if not, I don't love Jesus, I don't love God. Why? I don't spend time with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. I don't hear his voice. I don't have revelation of the word of God. I got the Bible here, but I wrote everything by hand. I don't have a computer. And I don't went. I did not go to school. As you know, I told you before, it's the Holy Spirit that teaches me how to write, how to read. Hallelujah. It was a gift from him. Okay, so you got to have the fellowship. When you go in the car, I'm going to tell you what I do. You're going to call me crazy, but I like it, if you say so. The, I, I'm driving, right? And then I say, I put my bag, my okay, this is my ba- I'm going to use yours. It's so pretty. That's okay. It's so pretty. And my seat, okay, here's the driver's seat. Here I am. The other seat is my purse. And I say, I'm so sorry, Holy Spirit my purse is on your place you sit here next to me because i want to talk to you and i do it and people look at me on the other cars that she must be crazy she's talking by herself and i say holy spirit i love you thank you for teaching me thank you for showing me things thank you for that you always are on my side you work through me thank you that i cast out demons thank you that i heal the sick thank you that i O- I'm obedient to you, yeah. to his voice. we got to be obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he's God. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is God. God himself. And he wants to have that relationship so strong with us. Yeah. Not just with me, with everybody. Yeah. Praise the Lord that I'm here because I never thought I was going to be up here like this. Whew. Let's see. Whew. Do not, and I'll say it again, do not grieve the Holy Spirit, okay? That's very important because if you grieve the Holy Spirit, he even cries, believe it or not. He has feelings. He's a person inside of us. He cries. Oh, but how can I know? Don't sin. Live live righteous. Aren't you the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus? So why sinning? Why make? Why obey the flesh? Make the things that pl- uh, hurt God just live right with God. Come on, people of God. We don't have to sin. We don't have to grieve. We don't have to talk better about this sister, that sister, the other sister, the pastors, the leaders, the... the Whoever, the country, even right now, I pray for them for their salvation. I don't want them there, but I pray for their salvation. Like, um, I'm going to go a little deeper now. Like Afghanistan, okay? I'm praying for them, but I'm praying for the other ones to have visions and dreams. I don't want to see them in hell, okay? Hell was not made for mankind. It was made for the devil and his angels. So our jobs as Christians is to pray for everyone. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. it doesn 't matter if they 're black, white, yellow, purple i don 't care. We are made in god 's image and likeness. We have the right to do what god what the Bible tells us to do. Hallelujah. We should love each other, not blush, not talk bad, not oh my god I'm gonna, i 'm going to better stop here. <clears throat> what do you do? Okay, so quench the spirit i 'm just going a little bit because the time is going. Quench the spirit. What is quench the spirit? We do it a lot sometimes, but thank God in this, in this church, we don't. Because of quenching the spirit, and when he wants to move, but there's no time. Or he's been stopped. No, can th- you cannot do that, right? Okay? There's so many ways you can quench the spirit. To, let's put it this way. You go to a church. They have two services. One, nine 30, uh, what The other one, 11. Oh, 30. We got to go. Oh, we don't have time now to finish the, this. Got to go. The Holy Spirit is waiting to move, but he's not allowed to move. It quenches the spirit. He gets sad because if somebody is stopping, even the leaders. It cannot be like that. We have a good example here in this church. Pastor Tom, Pastor Latasha, Pastor Ben, everybody. They are very attentive um, attentive to the Holy Spirit because they allow the Holy Spirit to move. They invite the the presence of the the Holy Spirit, but you already have him inside of you. Listen, he can change the atmosphere, okay? And you feel it. I know he's in here, but I still invite him in my prayer room. I say, come, Holy Spirit. You are my best friend. You are my teacher. Teach me. And so on, so on, so on. And you know, all Anyway, what do you do? You pray. Pray in the spirit if you have problems. You don't know what to pray. We are not Catholics. We don't have to be chanting all the time. We are not Catholics. Chanting is grabbing those uh, beats and keep going. The same prayer over and over and over. We're not like that. Pray in a natural, normal, like we usually do, but then don't repeat it because God is not deaf. He can hear, and he knows what's in your heart. He knows what you're going to say. So you say, okay, Father, now I ask you, Holy Spirit, take over. Whatever you need to pray, I, I know it's the perfect will of God. Just pray through me. I'm, I'm so thankful for the prayers in the Spirit, which you can find them in Ephesians 6, 18, Romans 8, 26, 27, Jude 20. Those are my three ones that I really love and I love praying in the Holy Spirit. I pray for my kids. I pray for the Church of Jesus Christ. Not just us. The Church of Jesus Christ is one. Yeah. One body. Yeah. The body of Christ. Okay? And the other ones, if you know any churches that are not they dry, pray for them. For the Lord to rise them up, for the Lord to reveal to them, for the Lord to give them the hunger for more, revelation, wisdom, knowledge, so on. In Jesus' name, amen? amen. Ooh, glory. Ah, I love this one. Luke, I love them all. It's the word of God. Luke 14, 8. The spirit of, of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, me and you. To preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to recovery to the sight of the blind, to set to liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable ear of the Lord. We have a lot of work to do. How much are we doing? I'm asking. Are we doing all this? Step out in faith and do it. I do it. Is it easy? No, I was afraid in the beginning. I I had this fear to to start. But once you start going and be obedient to the Holy Spirit, not not even a giant like Goliath, you know, that came against David. No, I'm not. I'm going. I don't care what kind of demon is in front of me. I've been dealing with demons for so long. I'm not afraid of them. They are like ants, and they are under my feet. (laughs) Okay, they are afraid of you, but they pretend that they are so big and say, "Ah," "For you to be, don't fear." One day when we go to heaven, you're gonna see those little tiny things. He's gonna say, "I was afraid of that." Ooh, shame on me! (laughs) Hallelujah! So we are anointed to do all that. Okay, (sighs) Acts two. uh Acts 8:29. 29. Then the Spirit said, oh, here, here we go. The Holy- How does the, ho- the Holy Spirit talk to me? Is it real? So, yes. Listen to this. Acts 8, 29. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, go near and join your, uh, thyself to this chariot. So the Spirit speaks to us because we have the same Holy Spirit that they did. Right? Yes. All right. He wasn't the only one. Acts 10, 19. While Peter thought about the vision, because he had the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men seeking you. So again, the Holy Spirit spoke to Paul, right? Peter. Peter. This, this case was Peter. So he heard the, his voice. We are no different people. Uh, brother. I was going to say brothers and sisters, but you all, you all sisters. We are no different. We can hear his voice, Okay. I thought it was Sunday today. That's why. (laughs) Acts 21.4. Paul was told through the spirit that they should not go to Jerusalem. See? It's that small voice. How do you hear it? Is it through here? Through here. Comes from that still small voice inside of you. Don't go. Don't do it. Don't say it. And sometimes we don't pay attention and we go. And then it, we say, oh, my God, how did I do it? You were told not to. You just didn't pay attention. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Matthew 311. I indeed I'm, I'm jumping, but it's all about the Holy Spirit. I indeed baptized. This was John the Baptist. I indeed baptized you with, the whole, with water unto repentance. But he that comes after me is greater than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. Jesus, he is Jesus, of course, I put Jesus here, so make sure that you know. Okay, shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and. Glory to God, hallelujah, yes, glory, now, glory, and if you don't have that fire, if you think your fire is out, don't be like the ten virgins, five was like, this are false, and the other ones, oh, if it goes out, we go and ask them for some of their oil. No, get your own. You have the same spirit inside of you. Don't let that fire go out. Don't let the fire go out. Just keep yourself doing the things of God and, and read the Bible and let the fire woo, burn, burn, burn burn, burn, and then you don't care what people say, what people do, what they look, if they look at you like you are, cuckoo, you're just going through what God has for you to do, okay, (laughs) hallelujah, (laughs) hallelujah, okay, so I don't want to take much of your time, I know it's coming up, okay, so I just have one thing to say, people say, oh, Jesus is coming, Two more, just two Jesus is coming. Jesus, is, Of course he's coming. He's been coming since over 2,000 years ago. Are people ready? No, they're not. Jesus is God, is love. There's too many people to be saved. Our job is to go out there and the whole world needs Jesus. Let me tell you, I was on a cruise ship and the, the Chinese girls, their crew members worked there. They had no idea who Jesus was. You think God is? A God, that doesn't love the Chinese, North Korea, India, and all those countries? No. We have work to do. The gospel has to be preached and to all nations. Every creature will hear the gospel. Then the, the end will come. So we have a lot of work to do. Keep yourselves in the things of God. And don't forget the Holy Spirit is our best friend. Keep your fire going. And don't you care what people say or do, or obey the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, sure. If there's anybody here that does not pray uh, in in the Holy Spirit, in tongues, like we say, and the Bible talks about it, you are welcome to come, and we pray for you. If you feel sick or you feel like you have something in you that is not supposed to be there, demons, I had one, okay? Don't be embarrassed. I had one. And then when I was molested at five years old, that demon was with me for almost 60 years. So I didn't know. But if you need it if you need prayer for anything, just come up and we pray for you. I'll be glad to. Pastor Latasha and whoever she tells cause she's the boss now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise Jesus. Glory.
0: Stay here listen, just just pray right now because I don't like for the ladies to leave without the opportunity to have prayer. Um, and this is, is serious, so I'll ask you all just to be sensitive to what God's going to do right now. So um, don't leave me out of here the same. If you just want an impartation, if you want a prayer to break some things off, if you just want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, if you want a touch from the Father, th- whatever you need, He has it for you today. So don't be shy, ladies. Don't think I'm going to run up or I'm not going to run up. I'm just telling you don't look at the left. Shall we add it? On?